Unfortunately, Jay had some issues tonight, so tonight is just me and Mark. Mark, what's up, man? Uh, not much. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Well, not really good, actually, but that's something later with the games. Well, there was some playoff football that happened this weekend. Some good, some bad. So, yeah. what so we're we talking about? <laughs> we're not going to the Bills right away. All right. Don't worry. All right. Uh, we're going to go to, well, the first game. I cannot believe we were wrong on this pick. <laughs> yep, the Titans went down to Kansas City, and the Chiefs beat themselves in a 22-21 loss. Yeah, that was. Mm, I think that I don't think anybody could have predicted that one. I mean, the thing is that they started out hot from the beginning of the game. It really looked like the Chiefs had that. I don't know what happened at the end of that game, but even if you look at the score, I mean, they were winning what 21 to three going into the half. Funny story about this game: when it was 21 to three, I literally fell asleep for like 30 minutes of the game and I wake up and I see the Titans winning and I'm like, what the, what happened? And I'm just seeing the chiefs not doing anything. Were they playing not to lose in the second half? Like this is playoff football. Be dominant as possible. What I, I can't even, I had to rewatch the game and I'm still like, what happened? You know what happened? Mariota happened. That is exactly, and Mariota's magical catch, <laughs> we'll call it. How was that not just simply batted down? That was just ridiculous. How how does a quarterback, not only, first off, I keep re- re- replaying this game, and, and I'm looking at where he is, and it, I swear to me it looks like he is over that line, so I don't know how that wasn't a penalty to begin with. You know, maybe I'm missing something here. I don't know, but it... It was a typical Andrew Reid loss in Andy Reid fashion. You know what? That's true. And, you know, it's sad for the Chiefs who started out the season so hot. I believe at the beginning of the season I was telling people, oh, yeah, it's going to be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They looked that good. And now they're out in the first round after losing to the Titans. The Titans, man. The Titans. The team that everybody thought was the worst team coming into the playoffs. Well, we learned that they weren't. Yeah, I mean, I said, you know, what was it, two weeks ago, that they had no business even being in the playoffs. Yeah. I didn't think the Titans should. Personally, I, I would have liked to have seen the Los Angeles Chargers in the playoffs. Um, but it is what it is. Congrats. Congrats to the Titans. Like, um, Mariota, you know, he turned it up. He Actually, he didn't. He only threw for 200 yards. Well, but, he did for, but here's the thing. Henry, the running back? Ran for 156 yards. What happened to the Chiefs' defense this game too? I what a choke job. That's the best way I can describe this game. That oh, Mark, what do you make of it, man? What do I think? I think the fact that Andy Reid still has a job is is the showing of the uh, patience that the owner has. I will I will say this: he has gotten them to the playoffs, which is great. But a lot of teams, and and I, I'll take you back to when Marty Schottenheimer was the coach of the uh, San Diego Chargers, not the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> I will always refer to them as that. Didn't they go 14-2 and two that year you got fired? I think it was something like that. It was either 14-2 or 12-4, and four, which was, to me, a pretty dang good record for a coach to get fired for. So when Andy Reid was able to keep his job after this, that, that was a shocker to me. I, I guess it's because of their 
rookie quarterback. Mahomes. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Maybe they feel like they, they don't want to ruin any chemistry there. I don't know. But obviously, Alex Smith is going to be out after the season. And this is my prediction for that, actually. I want to bring this up real quick. What would you think of Alex Smith going to the Cleveland Browns and then drafting a new quarterback to kind of come on after Smith retires? I would be fine with giving Kaiser more time. I wouldn't draft a quarterback, then get Smith. You need to understand if Kaiser is the future or not, and then trade for Smith. But Kaiser has no business being a starter the next year. Okay, fair enough. Maybe a year where you have Smith in there and um, and Kaiser behind Smith and see how it plays out from there. Well, he's only only like 20, 21. He could sit and develop for a few years, then become the starter, and Alex Smith can play for a few years. Yeah, that's true. But I definitely, I would be surprised if Smith's on the team next year. Be very surprised about that. You know, I'm going to tell you a team that would really benefit from him, but we'll go on that in a bit. So then, our next, oh, by the way, yeah, that Titans guy just literally saved his job with this win. Even though he didn't win it, the Chiefs lost the game. Yeah. Yeah, the next game. So we had the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Los Angeles Rams, and the Rams choked. They were staying in their offense, did not work out this time, and the Falcons won 26-13. I think I picked the Rams this game because I didn't trust the Falcons, and man, was I wrong. You know, I picked the Falcons because I felt like they were going to surprise the Rams, and I'm not entirely shocked, obviously, that the Rams lost, but I am shocked that the offense didn't do better than what they did. That was, how do I put this? Watching that game hurt a little bit because even though I picked the Falcons, I really thought that the Rams kind of threw it. Well, I can actually explain a problem with the Rams here, and it was something I should have caught on when the last time we talked about this. This was a really, this was a really young rookie team that never had any postseason experience, but I thought this team was like, all set i was wrong and i don't think anybody should be fired or anything like that they just came up short this time and just in the end like you know the falcons have been there they know what to do and they took care of business yeah i mean right and and the rams i don't see who there would be any way to fire i think they had a great season i think that this season was one to build off of i'm excited to see how they do next season this game was a little bit of a letdown, but you got to figure this was golf's second year, and Gurley's still got plenty of years out of him. I mean, if you look at this team and you look at what they have, you know, next year they could come back and be even better. Who knows? This particular game, I think, is going to be a wake-up call. Maybe they went into it a little too confident and overlooked the Falcons, but I don't think anybody's overlooking the Falcons now. That's for sure. Not only that, rookie head coach, too. Yeah. There wasn't much to say about this. Like, it's a letdown, but yeah, they can build off this. Did I expect them to go to the Super Bowl? No. I don't think so. <sighs> Which brings us to the next game. God, this one hurts. Is the Bills and the Jaguars? Yes. So, Buffalo goes down to Jacksonville. And they lose in quite possibly the most boring football game I've ever seen in my life. 10 to 3. You start, Mark. (laughs) I remember watching this game and the whole time thinking to myself, okay, this is going to be the drive that the Bills are going to show what they're made of. And they're going to go down the field and they're going to score and they're going to take over this game. And let me tell you, 
I also remember saying to myself, why are you not going for on fourth and one? You need the momentum. If you don't get the momentum now, you are going to lose this game. They didn't. They punted, which they should not have done. And I feel like they went for it later on in the game when it was too late. They could have had momentum on that drive. They screwed it up. I still believe that that drive was the drive that lost them the game, even though it was pretty early in the game, I think, right? I that, think it was like the second quarter because, yeah, me and you talked about it. Yeah, that was uh, – that, that I think is really what sealed the deal because at that point you just killed all the momentum you had. The Jaguars, um, you know, they put up 10 points. That's what they did. They put up 10 points, and that's not going to do them very good against the Steelers especially a hungry Steelers team with Ben Roethlisberger who is ready to come out there and torch a Falcons team that tore him up when they played him earlier in the season. So um, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Now for the Bills fans' perspective. Um, I shouldn't have had confidence last week in this game. Um. The first problem I had was exactly what you mentioned, that fourth and one. It was like in the first or second quarter, and I flipped out when they didn't go for it on fourth and one. It was at like the 50-yard line, wasn't it? it uh, something like that. It was close to midfield. Yeah, and Tyra Taylor threw a stupid interception like the next drive, but they could hold him right there. So you're trying to tell me you can't risk going for it on fourth and one? And you have, like, one of the best running backs in the game? Yeah. That was a stupid call, and I hated that. My second thing is Tyrod Taylor got so exposed in this game. It's not even funny. He is a decent backup quarterback, but he cannot throw the ball beyond five yards. I mean, he tried to throw the ball deep. He'd either overthrow them and everything. He looked like a rookie quarterback out there. And then you realize that he was a six-year veteran. He's been to the playoffs. He didn't play in them, but he's been there. And he looked like a complete rookie this game. And he's done this the entire season. I think he's a great guy. I have no problems with him. But should he start in Buffalo? Next year? No. no. No, absolutely not. No. Get me Kirk Cousins. Get me Alex Smith. That was the guy. I w- that was the uh, team I was saying that Alex Smith should go to, maybe. That might work out. But um, Tyrod Taylor, I-, I-, I cannot see them giving him another year unless he's going to be a backup. Um, you know what? I was a very big supporter of Tyrod Taylor. Um and, you know, I felt like he could be a good quarterback in this league. And, you know, maybe he could. You know, the thing is, his last two coaches, they were defensive-minded coaches, last two head coaches. You know, if he had, you know, offensive-minded, you know, or in the situation of, um, say, a quarter, former quarterback like you see with some of these teams, maybe he could have excelled. In this particular case, I think his time in Buffalo should be up. And I don't know if he is ever going to start again. This might be his last year starting. And uh, obviously, Peterman isn't the answer. But I don't know if I trust Alex Smith either. And I definitely 
definitely don't trust Kirk Cousins. I, I know a lot of people are big on Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins reminds me so much of other quarterbacks that get this big rep, but they're under a good offense. Let me tell you, Jay Gruden, he's a good coach, and he is a really good quarterback coach. When it comes to Kirk Cousins, I feel like Gruden gives him those opportunities, but I feel like he's not really all that's cracked up to be. He's almost like... Um, what cracks me up, though, actually, was that was the... I was about to say that when you were done. Wouldn't Tyrod be such a good fit in Washington? Yes, he would. Like, that's the only place where I could even see him starting would be in Washington because it's an offensive-minded thing and we'll see where that goes. You know what? I agree. And Gruden is a former quarterback. He was, I believe, a pretty successful quarterback in the Arena League, too. So, yeah, that would be a good fit. And I don't know if they would pick him up. I don't think that they should give Cousins a big deal, I think. I mean, we're not really talking about that right now. But we'll talk about it on another show. But, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, and McCoy played okay. Just the problem is Taylor was really exposed right there where he just, he's too scared to throw the deep ball. And then when he did, it was like, it's bad. And I'm like, kind of like, dude, you've been in the league for six years. And if you still can't throw this, and you have big wide receivers with you. Like, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, they traded Sammy Watkins. I get that. But was Jordan Matthews injured that game? Because where the hell was he? I believe Matthews has been injured for a bit, hasn't he? Like, I didn't see him in that game. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's he's been injured, hasn't he? I'm trying to see. He wasn't even in the game. Logan Thomas, who used to be a quarterback, by the way, he only got one reception. Yeah, here's the thing. This describes everything thing of the Buffalo Bills season right here. Tyrod Taylor, 17 for 37 and 134 yards. Yeah. That's the problem we have had for like two years in Buffalo right now. It's like, yeah, there are games where we'll throw for like 200, but he's not the answer at quarterback. It's like, I appreciate him running for like 30, 40 yards and stuff like that. But it's like a lot of quarterbacks can do that. The problem is it's like, I don't know if it's the Bills offensive coordinator. I don't know, but I was not too happy about it. Terrible, terrible way to end the season, but still it was cool that we got there. That was awesome. Why am I a Bills and Browns fan? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because I love them. Anyways, moving on, we had the main event, and that was the Panthers going to the Saints. And this was the one game I got right this week. The Saints beat the Panthers 31-26 to because I said I did not trust the Panthers. And guess what? I was right. <laughs> I think you picked the Panthers this game. No, 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 no. I picked the Saints. There's no way you were 4-0. I was 2-4. Two, two for 4. Because remember, I picked the Bills and the Chiefs. Because I picked the Saints and the Falcons. I think I was 1-3. The Saints were probably, and I believe I was saying that even with this game, it was a tough choice. And I picked the Saints because I believed so much in Drew Brees because of his experience. And again, this is one of those games where, yeah, I did pick that team for a reason. But I was still surprised because I thought the Panthers would have put up more of a fight than they did. Now, props to McCaffrey. This isn't biased. <laughs> but he did do pretty good. And at the end of that game, I feel like he was a big contributor to them almost coming back. But they didn't come back. Well, the thing with the Panthers, oh, by the way, they fired their offensive coordinator and the QB coach, Ken Dorsey. I'm like, 
How was this Ken Dorsey's fault? Like, for real. I, I, whatever. I'm sure he'll find a, another job because Ken Dorsey is an excellent quarterback coach. I just don't see how that was his fault in any way. Like, they're taking on their offense. Did you not realize that your defense gave up 31 points? I mean, I know their offense struggled, but at the end of the day, like, if if they lost, like, 52 to 51, would they have still fired their offensive uh, coordinator and uh, quarterback coach, too? Hmm, that's a good question. I just think that was the bullcrap hiring. Yeah, I think that they didn't really need to get rid of their quarterback coach. If it was really down to firing anybody, maybe the defensive coordinator, but I really don't think that they needed to fire anybody. You know, I think it was just one of those seasons and one of those games. I mean, they made it to the playoffs, but, you know, you're playing against the Saints, and your quarterback, as good as he is, he has a habit of getting a little too overconfident in big games. Not only that, the team was 11-5, and five and you traded one of your big wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, Calvin Benjamin. That was Cam Newton's one of his big targets. Was he the speediest guy? No. But does Cam Newton look on him? Yes. Yeah, you know, I didn't understand that trade when they made it. And I will tell you, that is a good point you bring up. Maybe what they should have fired was their wide receiver coach. Because when you look at that game, and you look at how Newton's receivers were, and you look at how Breeze's receivers were, and you look at the catches that the Saints receivers were making, as opposed to the ones that the Panthers receivers weren't making, I think you make a heck of a point in saying, oh, why did you get rid of the one guy that could probably have won you the game? Not only that, it's like, yeah, like people are like, okay, I was reading a pro football talk today. They were saying, oh, Calvin Benjamin was lazy and all this stuff. Okay, that's kind of a load of crap. First and foremost, he was injured during the Panther Super Bowl run towards ACL. And can you hold on one second? Jay has entered the cycle. Woo, see that stuff you look at from a distance. <laughs> Just seeing, uh, seeing Alan go on ahead. I like the show so far, man. This is pretty good. Kind of makes me wish I was live streaming it right now which is still a possibility. It's really that good. Nice. I yeah. wish you would. Yeah. Who, who knows what next week is going to bring in, huh? Yeah, well, hopefully we have some good news. Hey, I think we'll be fine, dude. I mean, it's not like they're just sitting back and playing pocket pool, you know? I like to think that they were working on their deficiencies and actually preparing for the Falcons, you know what I'm saying? I like to go ahead and be a little optimistic about it, but, you know. I think the Eagles are going to be pretty surprising. I think that a lot of people, well, especially the odds... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, are, are underlooking the Eagles. You have to remember that the Eagles have been working their tail ends off, and I've been hearing a lot of reports that they've been putting in the need of time, especially Nick Foles, who I believe every Eagles fan's been pretty hard on. Oh, yeah. If the Eagles lose that game, I think it's going to be a close game, and I think it's going to be one of those games where maybe it comes down to the wire if the Eagles do lose. Otherwise, I could see them being pretty dominant in that game. I could really see the offense coming to life. I think the last couple of weeks that they played, they showed a very vanilla offense on purpose. Mm. And I think what a lot of people thought about was the Raiders game. Yeah, it didn't look good. And Nick Foles didn't look good. But if I was Doug Peterson, I had already locked up the second seed at that point in time. 
and I'm thinking to myself, well, I have to play in Minnesota in the Super Bowl anyway. Right. So why not have to play there before the Super Bowl? I would have just said, hey, well, eventually I'm going to be playing in Minnesota. So let me go ahead and just play this game out. And if we win, great. If not, hey, we still have the number two seed. We still have that bye week and we can still prep for these conditions. I could be totally off, and I hate making that those assumptions because with my luck, me making these predictions <laughs> is going to hurt my team. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, man, I know. The thing about it is you come from a reasonable standpoint, and it's like they're putting too much on our team. I mean, Foles is getting off the bench, stepping into some big shoes and stuff. They got to work around. They all have to gel together, and this is the perfect time for them to do so. They will be surprising. It's going to be a game to watch. And you see, you got a lot of fans out there that like to just jump on the bandwagon here because we are winning, and then as soon as we start losing, then they'll be like, oh, well, it was only a fluke anyway. You know, NFC yeah, you know, they weren't going to do anything achieving. I'm more of a Vikings fan anyway, because now they're talking mess. I mean, do you want to run on all four cylinders at this point? No. You want to be prepared for the next big game. And the NFC is a tough competition this year. At the end of it all, like the whole Raiders game, yeah, I can understand. I mean, that that was kind of an eye-opener. But then you got to realize, like, a lot of people aren't sold on foals like they are on wins. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean... I was a big Bulls supporter in his rookie season and up until they traded him to the Rams. And, you know, I liked what I saw when he played in that one game for the Chiefs. You know, what was he had four touchdowns in that game without any interceptions. I mean, yeah, he hasn't looked good the last two regular season games, or I guess it was the last two or three. Uh, I'm not sure, but got to have a little bit of faith, guy. Uh, yeah, definitely. But, you know, these are the same people, Mark, that keep calling out for Doug Peterson's blood every time he underperforms. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, that is completely ridiculous. Why are so many people hating on Doug Peterson? Is it because he wasn't a big-name coach? Is it because you think back to when he was a quarterback and he didn't look that impressive? Because here's the thing. Sure, he may not have looked good as a quarterback, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have the knowledge. He just may not have had the skill set to be the best quarterback, you know? Exactly. I mean, you look at what he's done and what I've seen out of him, and I know a lot of people are always going to complain. If you're not winning, they're complaining. It doesn't matter. I, I, I apologize. Okay, so what was that? I'm sorry about that. Oh, we were talking about like how fans are always calling for Doug Peterson's blood when he underperforms, and Mark is explaining his standpoint on it. Yeah, I'm just saying, simply put it in the words of Aaron Rodgers, or the word of Aaron Rodgers, relax. To all the Eagles fans out there who are so consumed with hating on Doug Peterson because he wasn't one of these big-name coaches, just relax. Give the guy a chance. I mean, McVay took the Rams to the playoffs in his first year. That's true. And no one thought that was a splashy hire. Okay. True, but we Philadelphia Eagles fans are a very unique breed when it comes to certain things. Yeah, you booed Donovan McNabb. Yeah, I know. You know what? No, I'm going to defend that. I did not like McNabb. I still do not like McNabb. I don't care what he put up. I feel like it was just the system. Now, he did have some things that some of these other quarterbacks didn't. But case in point, he did not win a Super Bowl. And Andy Reid is not a terrible coach. He has worked with a lot of quarterbacks and made them look good. If you look at McNabb when he was traded to the Redskins, he flopped, and he flopped every year after that. But go ahead. I'm going to defend this for a minute. All right. Other than Terrell Owens, 
Who the heck did McNabb have? Todd Pinkston? Okay, okay, fair enough. He didn't have great receivers. He really didn't. No, uh, I didn't. Fred X. But if you remember, if you remember Freddie Mitchell? Yeah. Yeah. Who can forget him? I remember Freddie Mitchell. I remember Kevin Curtis. I remember your Reggie Brown. I remember Nay Brown, Todd Pinkston, uh, Jason Avant. <laughs> Who else? Hey, Avant wasn't that bad though. You know what? I liked Avant. I did. He, he was always kind of clutch when it came to, like, what was it, third downs. He would always seem to come up with that big catch. Yeah, yeah I had a yeah. soft spot. Now, now I remember, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had a soft spot for him. Yeah, I mean, they had decent receivers. I'll give you that. But still, Nab, he just he just never kind of came off like he was really as elite as they say. I mean, you look at some of these other quarterbacks. Tom Brady hasn't always had, you know, the greatest receivers either. And look at what he's done. I mean, if you want to put, I don't oh know if you. God, did you want to go a full, full year with Mike McMahon? Remember that game he had? Oh God. Awful. I don't yeah. Awful. Mike McMahon. Oh God. Oh my God! I still remember that night, Jay. Remember, it was Monday Night Football. It was the Eagles versus uh, the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And the dude was so freaking bad. They had to pull him to put in Coy Detmer. Yeah, Coy Detmer. And you know what? No, I like Coy Detmer. <laughs> Best field goal holder ever. He was. Uh, he was not a terrible quarterback. He was just very undersized. And he did make some good plays. If you really look back and look at some of the games he was in, he was not a bad quarterback. He just was very fragile. Um, he was pretty crazy quarterback too i remember before reed got there remember that game that they actually played against green bay who was uh ray Rhodes was the coach at that point in time yeah mm-hmm. he was just whipping up on green bay and he was doing all these wacky things i think he must have ticked off reed because what was he doing the whip it thing and all that <laughs> it's just it was us man he was one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch yeah he was wild <laughs> he was nowhere near his brother though Oh, yeah. Ty well, Detmer. See, now, now you're asking for much. Oh, come on. Ty Detmer had his... Oh, wait a minute. I remember his Detroit Lions ring. Yeah. Does anybody remember that? Seven interceptions in a game? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ty Detmer threw seven interceptions. Who was he playing for? Um, Lions. The Lions. This actually was a thing. This was right... I'm trying to think... I mean, there's a reason he had to go to the Atlanta Falcons uh, in 2004. Was this the year Joey Harrington was drafted? I, I don't know. Had No, or was Charlie Batch the star of that year? Or was Mike McMahon the star of that? I'm so confused. I don't know. The Lions. Well, that's something we'll have to look into later on. Oh, my God. Anyways, we got some picks to do. Yeah, I think I'm well enough to go ahead and do some picks with you guys now. So, our first game ironically, happens to be your game. So we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Philadelphia. Yeah, ironic. Just what we were talking about. All right. Who you guys have on this game? Eagles. Mark? Oh, man. Try not to be biased here. 
trying to look at everything. I want to say the Eagles so bad. I really do. And I was just making an argument for why I felt like they could win this game. But this one is a tough one because Atlanta is, like I said, they're a surprising team. They could come into this and blow out the Eagles, or they could come into this as it could be a very close game. Or the Eagles could show what they're really made of, and they could take over and, and win this game. My belief is that the Eagles will win this game as long as the offense can put up the points. This is not going to be a defensive struggle. Either one team's going to score a bunch of points or they're both going to score a bunch of points. So I'm picking the Eagles. I'm never going to hear the end of it from Jay if I'm wrong on here, but I'm picking the Falcons on this game. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, no, you're no, you'll never let me hear the end of this. <laughs> Probably uh, not, but you know, if you consider all the factors, and this is divisionals we're talking about, it's any man's game. I'll let you know why. No, go ahead. Which Foles are we gonna see? Like there was times Foles looked amazing, and then there's full time. Um, then there's times that Foles look absolutely dreadful, and this is the biggest inconsistency that the Eagles have had all season, and I don't know. And it's all going to depend on the quarterback. Is Wolves going to step up and deliver? Or is he going to go in 10 of 25 for 105 yards? And that's the reason why I'm picking the Falcons here, because Matt Ryan knows what he's doing. And not to mention, he has a strong O-line that surrounds him. you got to see if the O-line's actually going to step up and be around Foles, too. So, still got to stick with the Eagles on this one. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a game to watch, you know, just like what Mark said. I know, but what I think is going to happen, it's going to remind me a lot of the Bills game. Where, really? Yeah. Okay. It is. Because I know what they're going to do. Atlanta's going to prepare for nothing but the run. And they're going to dare Foles to beat them. That's what's going to happen. I think that'd be a bad move. Mm-hmm. You think Foles could have... Damn it, now I'm thinking about switching my pick to the Eagles. You know, I have till Sunday, right? I mean, well, Saturday, right? Yeah, but, you know, do you really want to leave it as undecided? Only you game. know what? I still don't trust... Look, before you make that decision, keep this in mind. Nick Foles is not an idiot, and he has been working hard to correct the mistakes that he's been making. And Doug Peterson, even though he doesn't get the credit for it, He's a pretty good coach, and he's going to put him in position to make the plays that need to be made. Yep. I'm picking the Eagles. Sorry, I take back my choice because whenever everybody dealt Foles, he always shows up. And they're the underdogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll pick Foles this game. I'll, I'm going to pick the Eagles this game because this could be Foles' big showing, and he could actually go to maybe the Browns? We'll see. <laughs> Uh, now that is something I will never let go right there. All right, so yeah, the next game that we have, and shut up, Jay. I'm just <laughs> saying I will never let that go. See, this is why we're not friends, or we're just coworkers I on the show. I mean, I mean, you shouldn't be mining. A, you know what? Move forward, son. Move forward. I was just looking for talent. <laughs> but move forward, son. <laughs> okay. So anyway. We got Tennessee going to face New England. If anybody picks Tennessee, you are insane, good sirs. I'm picking New England all the way. Oh, I'm picking the Titans. What? Yeah, we kind of got in trouble with this last week. Oh, come on. New England is 13-3. and three. And not only that, you're, you're going to take Marcus Mariota over Tom Brady? You know what? I'm going to tell you why I picked the Titans. All right. All right. Just pissed me off. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, everybody 
everybody in the world, maybe not the world, but at least the United States, anybody who knows anything about football, would, of course, pick the Patriots. I mean, look at the Patriots. They are, what are they, like the gods of football right now? Where it's just like, how could they ever lose? Right. Yeah, you got Brady, and Brady's got a heck of a team around him. You know, I'm picking the Titans not because I really see them winning. I'm picking the Titans because I'm banking (laughs) on the possibility that they will pull something out of their butts and bring down the Patriots somehow. Maybe because the Patriots just overlooked them thinking, hey, we got to prepare for Pittsburgh next week. (laughs) That's the only excuse I can give you for that pick. Fair enough, Jay. What is your pick? That and you just want to do it to spite me too. No, 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 I'm not going to spite you. You know, what I'm what I'm thinking is, is this. Last week was one hell of a fluke. You know, I was actually joking around about the Titans winning, and then they ended up pulling a win, and I lost the pick because I went with the popular group. But you know something, though? I can see Tom Brady and the Patriots stomping a mud hole in that ass, though. Yeah. I could see, I could see something because they're kind of like the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? They got depth to them. They got a unit. Somehow, Mariota and them pulled it out of the seat of their pants because... <laughs> You know, the Chiefs just imploded like they did. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the New England Patriots. All right. Good enough. Then we got the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Pittsburgh to face them. And I'm going to stand by my same stance here. If you're going to wait, wait a minute. I can't. Because remember the last time Pittsburgh versus Jacksonville? Ben Rosselsberger threw five picks. Crap. This is a hard decision. I'm still going to go with Pittsburgh, though. They only scored 10 points on the Bills. Come on. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> Steelers. Steelers all the way. Look, the Jaguars have been surprising this year, and they've been good. They have. They've been real good, surprisingly. But Pittsburgh, they're going to be hungry, and Ben Roethlisberger is going to be very hungry to make up for those five picks. Roethlisberger's got the experience. He's got two Super Bowl titles. And he's still got the skills. And he's going to come out there and he's going to prove it. You know, he made some statements after that game. I think at that point in time, what was it, one of the first few games of the season when he lost that game. Mm-hmm. And since then, they've just been explosive. I think they have a lot to fight for. I think they have a lot to prove. And I think they're going to take it out on Jacksonville. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Steelers. Okay, that's pretty fair. Well... Now that I think about it, I, I, as a matter of fact, I managed to get a message not too long ago before I, uh, you know, went to the dentist's office. Antonio Brown's healthy again. Well. So, you know what that means, right? What? I'm picking the Jaguars. Because what? I would love to see Doug Marone, Blake Bortles, go ahead and create one of the most ultimate upsets ever. I want to see this happen. I mean, I can see this being a real game. You know what I'm saying? Something that nobody expected. If the Jaguars was to pull off that difference and knock out the Steelers, and I know I'm asking for a lot here, wouldn't that make an interesting concept? Another playoffs where, like, the Steelers are not the other dominant force? Jay, if this happens, when we go visit, I will buy you Buffalo Wild Wings. I will go get you chicken wings myself. Okay. Just for you. Okay. It's on the line. Or Domino's. I'll have it personally delivered. Eh, not not Domino's, dude, no. If anything, Pizza it's going to be Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. They don't deliver, though, do they? No, we'll just go to the spot. I mean, why not? We should be sociable anyway. All right, yeah. Because, no, th- there is no freaking way Jacksonville's going to. Like, this team could not 
like even with their running attack, they couldn't even score like twenty points on the if, Buffalo Bills. If anything, this is my long shot pick. Okay, fair enough. Okay, and then the last game we have, we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to Minnesota. And to be honest with you, I'm picking New Orleans. I just don't trust Minnesota with Case Keenum. And I know Case Keenum has proved me wrong time and time again, but this is playoff time. I don't trust this, and I think Case Keenum's going to get exposed. Okay. I will, I will also second that. I think the Saints are going to take this. Although I don't agree with the Case Keenum thing. I don't think he's going to be, be the issue. I feel like both teams have been very good throughout the season. And honestly, playing either one of these two teams is a scary thought. But I just feel this thing with the Saints that they're going to give Minnesota some issues. I don't think Breeze is ready to settle down yet. And that running attack that the Saints have is sick. That is a good running attack. And let me tell you something. Adrian Peterson has got to feel pretty dumb right now for all his complaining. Because, yeah, you may have gotten more rushing attempts with the Cardinals, but you would have had the chance to get into the playoffs and possibly go to the Super Bowl. Well, he got injured anyways. Did he? Yeah. He went on IR, like, what was it, Jape? Week 14, week 13? Sure was. Here's the thing, too, is I was going to pick the Vikings until I watched the game, right? Like, I thought, like, oh, Drew Brees is only throwing for, like, 200 yards a game. Maybe he lost a step. No, that playoff game he threw for, like, 370 yards. I'm like, so he didn't lose a step at all? And you have that passing attack with that rushing attack? How the heck is Minnesota going to stop that? That is a good question, though. Yeah. To answer that, they're not. Best answer ever. I mean, this actually for me is one of the games where I'm indecisive. But you go ahead, Mark. What were you going to say? Well, actually, now that you said that, I'm going to touch on what you just said. I think with any playoff game, you should be indecisive on. Because in reality, all these teams made it to the playoffs. And the one thing that I learned from the first week of the playoffs is that all of these teams that made it to the playoffs are showing very strong ability to win these games. It doesn't matter who it is. They're going to come out there and they're going to play their butts off. I don't think that there's any teams that are still in the playoffs right now that are going to be easy losses or, or sorry, easy games. Right. Except for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they're not in the playoffs anymore. <laughs> I know, but I was saying a statement. <laughs> it's okay. At least, you bro- still- at least you broke the curse, though. You know what I mean? you got to give yourself some credit. I know, but it's still... Well, if we didn't even do it on our own, we need the Bengals' help. still hurts, though. <laughs> It'll be fine, man. Who knows? You'll probably be contenders next year, and you did good in the regular season. I mean, we can't take that away from you. We won't be contenders next year, unless we get a good quarterback. If we stick with Tyrod again, it's going to be 8-8. Well, depends on how cheap your front office is. But hey, let me go ahead and make my whole thing. I'm going to go ahead and take Minnesota Vikings. All right. Because I really like the way they had momentum this year. I mean, yes, the Saints have a great run game. And then we can only hope, like, the defense will pull it together to block that run game. And that's a long shot, I know. But you can't just throw snow in their face and say, like, they didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are ready to play. We're going to see an exciting game happen between those two. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Minnesota Vikings. Wait, you know what? I retract my pick. I actually want to go Minnesota. Hey, man, that's twice. No, I take it back. No, I understand why, too. (laughs) I I completely forgot this. Remember, they played week one of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And they completely, like, humiliate the Saints. I forgot about this game. I mean... Uh, and they use Sam Bradford right there, and Case Keenum has been actually just as good. If they not know. better. You know what? That's a good argument. And you could also make the argument that they are playing in Minnesota, and the Saints... I believe have a dome. They are <laughs> temperature. Yeah, I'm big in Minnesota. I'm big in Minnesota all the way. Yeah, I'm big in Minnesota based on that, and also based on the aspect of. I was looking at statistics while we were talking. The Saints' defense isn't that great, and Case Keenum can probably get a lot working there. Their O line is actually pretty good. The thing is, and you got to consider that with the aspect that the Vikings' defense is really good and scary. I'm, I, yeah, I'm going Minnesota. For a fun fact, that was my second team in case the Eagles didn't do so hot. Believe it or not. Oh my gosh! If if the Eagles and the Vikings face in the NFC Championship, and that's, that's what I want. But who would you pick? Oh, you know I got to pull up from my boys. Yeah, I know, but you got to look at it from the ASC side. <laughs> you got to look at it from ASC and say the Patriots get in. Who do you think would be the best matchup for them or the Steelers? I'll always pick the Eagles first if they can go ahead and prove a statement in this divisional game. Man, what a way to stick to Andy Reid, though, if the Eagles get the job done and the Chiefs choked in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah, yeah, you got a point. That's pretty much all that there is to say about football tonight. Well, in that case, it's time to sign off. I want to thank everybody in the J360 Legion for coming in this week. They listened to us discuss the things that we think are accurate regarding divisionals this weekend. We got a lot of interesting things to see. I mean, you know, the NFC is going to be tough. The AFC is going to be interesting. Now, at the end of it all, like, who knows? There might be something that just blows all of us away. And that's what makes this so fun to do. We'll be back with another episode next week. And we're going to discuss where we go from here. And keep in mind this. Just because football is ending doesn't mean the show's over. We're going to be discussing basketball next. And also looking into experimenting a little bit more with all of our J360 shows. So, on behalf of the Cyclone crew, this is Jay signing off. Jay, 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 Jay,